So 15 minutes after after 8 o'clock, you're on uh, Talk with Ramsen. The feature now is uh, Ramsen Sands, and we're talking motor and consumer issues. It's been a while since we had him in studio, and uh, he's back. He's a friend of this show. He's our expert. He's the man who helps us when we're battling with issues that have to do with motoring. His name is Lucius Budibe, Head of Public Affairs at the Motor Industry Ombuds, and he's our guest in studio, and we'd like to hear from you on 89 Twitter at Rams by the Horns, and Facebook, Metro FM Talk with Rams. Any motoring issues that you may have, and I suspect these motoring issues always spring up during the December holidays because we <laughs> spent money on the cheapest car because we had the smallest bonus. Now you have to take it back. And I was like, what? So call us and let's see if we can help you. Let's see if we can depress you more and tell you hey, you have to keep that car. There's nothing we can help you with. Uh, but you know, no, most of the time he doesn't depress us. He gives us solutions. And that's believe Thank you very much for coming. Good evening. Good evening. And Happy New Year to you. Thank you so much for coming in. Yes, yes. yes. Brothers, we got to show some sort of, of, of gratefulness. Yes. Yeah, it's not enough, uh, you know, talking to you over the phone. So one day we just have to pop in. And, and I and I, I truly appreciate, especially yes. as we begin the year. You know, yes. if I if I miss you for the next six months and I hear you on the phone, that's fine. Yes. And then you make another visit. Then yes. I'm good. Yes. Then I'm good. <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm just want us to have a, a general conversation a bit. Yes. Uh, and then we can get to specific questions from the callers. Mm-hmm. But online uh, complaints. Yes. Uh, you know, which is probably what we. We encourage people to do. How yes. how is that process been going? Is it improving? Is it getting better? Yeah. What have been the challenges? Yes, uh, Brahms, um It is a a story that is so successful. Um, if you remember the first time we introduced this system, you gave us the opportunity to actually share it with with the consumers at large. Mm. And um, we, today we have a story. Um, it started January twenty eighteen until the 21st, which is today. Yes, and uh, I am told, according to my uh, case department, case management department, um, between the 21st of January 2018 and today, we received 472, uh, sorry, 4,772 complaints. Uh, and then uh, 4,394 of them were received online. Wow. Yes. That's ooh, almost all of them were received online. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I'm told that of of those uh, 4,394, we resolved 2,166 of them. Great. It yes. does not mean others were not resolved. They're still in the process. They're still in the process. But yes. these are online because we, we, we're trying to encourage people that do not have time to phone and submit their complaints yeah. manually. They can do it online. So we try to encourage them. To log complaints online is 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 quick. You log is it easy though? Yeah, it is easy. Uh, I mean, through a click of a button, uh, instantly you receive your reference number. Yeah, the name of a person that will be handling your case, his or her direct email address. 
Wow. Yes. So you can follow up and say, I was told you were going to come back to yes. me. You have not contacted me. Yes, you, you can. You now have a relationship with that particular case manager. Yeah. You, you can just uh, send him a, a, a short email to find out how far are you with my complaint of e or if there are any documents that you could not submit, you can then forward them to his email address. What, what sort of information should I have with me before I start the process? Because I think yeah. sometimes things go wrong. Yes. During the process, then I realize that I don't have my whatever license, disc number, whatever it yes. is. Yeah. Um, I think we, we, we have different types of complaints. Yeah. Let, let, let's, let's start with perhaps a repair, a complaint that fo- flows from a repair agreement. So obviously when you approach the dealer, and ask him if he can repair vehicles. Then you will be asking for a quotation. And then you give the, their vehicle to draw that quotation, and then you authorize the quotation, and then they proceed with, with the job. And then there would be, internally, there would be a job card that the dealership or the workshop will be working from. That is a job card that the workshop service advisor mechanic would be actually uh, drawing information from. You know, yeah. the parts that are needed, the labor and the follow-ups, uh, calls that he made to you and conversation that you had and um, anything that was actually included in that particular transaction job card uh, costing invoice quotation so if you have a complaint that flows from a repair agreement that is what we call a toolbox we need your job card your quotation um, whatever communication whether it's recorded or or written and you need to submit those documents in order to make our job easy. Yeah. Yes. You may have been one of the 4,000-odd people that uh, that uh, submitted their complaints online with the ombud. We'd like to hear from you. What is your experience? Have you found it easy? What are the challenges? How could they improve it? You know, because we all want to make our lives much better. Yes. Let's all contribute to this conversation on 89 Double one zero double three double seven. But indeed, of course, if you have a complaint as we speak, uh, or something that you want to inquire about, we'd like to hear from you. Whatever it is, as long as it is motoring related, mm. you know, including the car that goes forward when you put it on reverse, uh, call us. Let's see how we can help you. Zero eight nine double one zero double three double seven. I'm in studio with Mr. Lucius Budi, the head of public affairs of the Motor Industry Ombuds of South Africa. We take a break and we'll take your calls when we come back. If those calls come in, if not, I've got 3,000 questions for him. Well, I thought they were not going to call, but you know, yeah. you, you, you always make people call for some reason. Yes. People hear you and they think, ah, <laughs> here comes uh, my solution. You yes. know, yes. So yes. they are calling us on 089 We're going to take those calls shortly, but I need to ask a, a, a follow-up question. That they would yes. give. Uh, yeah. Once I have submitted my complaint yes what happens what is the process from there all right um now we we are going to now uh draw our conversation from the south african automotive industry code of conduct okay in terms of this code um when we receive a complaint within 24 hours we then inform the respondent which which could be a dealer or a repair workshop of your complaint and we forward all the documents to them and say, listen, in terms of the code, you are obliged to respond to the motor industry ombudsman within 10 days. You see, so yeah. 10 days is enough for them to try and verify the information and pull all the records and then make their submission. And then after we have received those submissions, 
then after 10 days after receiving those submissions, we would then sit down and, 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 and study them and compare information to see if 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 is you know if the story is 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 reconciling yeah and then from there we will then refer uh, to the act to see who is actually who has contravened the act it will depend which section of the act and then we would say to them listen uh this is what our findings are in terms of the information that is at our disposal. Uh, let's say we found that the dealer did not actually act in good faith or you did not apply good engineering practices and uh, you have contravened section so and so. So we find in favor of the consumer and this is how we go in to actually recommend that you re- re- resolve the matter. Metro? Yes. <clears throat> Sorry, who's speaking? I was speaking Tumile. Tembile. Tembile. Yes. We are listening to you, mate. Uh, just some few questions, man. Uh, I don't want to mention the company. Yeah, please name. don't. <laughs> Look, I bought the car in 2017, a new one, brand new from, from the floor. Apparently, uh, what I found out when I took the car for 30,000 kilo services, there was a problem with the petrol flap. So I took it, they said, no, they can't cover it. And I asked the reason, they said the car has been resprayed. Only to find out the car was really resprayed, but I was too much too more of an assessment. Now I want to find out what must I do now, because for me, I bought the car that was brand new. But only to find out the car was not brand new. Hmm. And the car is not resprayed. So what is the procedure? Because now I don't want the car, I want a brand new car. Because when I bought the car, the car was brand new. And only to find out the car has been resprayed. So what procedure and what must I follow since I heard now that the ombudsman is there by you? Okay, thank you very much, Tembile. Please listen on the radio. Yep, Brahms, um, when when this complaint, when his complaint reached our office, we are going to ask uh, him to provide us with proof. Uh, proof uh, could be from a paint expert, body and paint expert, or... Uh, you know anyone that is qualified in terms of body uh, and and pain repairing. Yeah, and then we would say to the dealership, the consumer has submitted this complaint together with proof. So the onus now is on you to also uh, give us proof that this vehicle was 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 brand new. Was brand new, and yeah. there there are no. Uh, repair works that were actually done to the vehicle. But I think if a consumer gives us a, 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 a report from a reputable uh, body and paint specialist, yeah. um, then that could be enough for us to say, yeah, we have proof here. And What then, happens when I, I cannot afford a reputable paint and repair specialist? Look, Rams, you know, we, 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 we actually go out of our way to say, okay, let's say uh, dealer A is the one that sold the vehicle. And they're saying to us, look, you know, we, we, we don't have any repair history on this vehicle. Then we can say, okay, let's then refer this complaint to the manufacturer of the vehicle. Uh, manufacturer of the vehicle does have... Um, their technical staff that does technical stuff and that excels in body and pain. Yeah. So we would then recommend that one of their field staff take this vehicle for, for independent inspection and give us a report. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, for now, Apio is not Apio. Uh, <clears throat> Tembile can Tem- then 
Yes. Uh, lodges complained with the, with the office. He, he can lodge <clears> a complaint, <throat> but we always encourage consumers that onus of proof lies with the complaint. With the complaint. Yes. Well, that's the law. The law yes. is an S, uh, as they say, <laughs> uh, because that's what it is, unfortunately. Yes. Apiwe, good yes. evening. Thank you for calling. Good day, sir. Yeah? Well, yeah, thank you. Well, thank you. I'm um, good one. Uh, I just want to find out I've got a, a situation here. Mm-hmm. In December, I took my wife's car to, to a workshop. It had a problem with the gearbox. Okay. Yes, and, and then, then they tried, they, they fixed the gearbox, and then they called me in the morning. They said, okay, the car is ready. I'll collect it a certain time. Mm-hmm. But an hour later, they then called again to say the worst happened. The, 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 the car caught fire, the engine. Mm. Whoa, was that a yeah. cougar? Okay, continue. Yeah, <laughs> so when when I when I when I went there to find out what had happened, and then they they they, they admitted that uh, one of the employees uh, mistakenly leaked uh, uh, what you call this a liquid, which it resulted into a car in, in in catching fire. Unfortunately, all the plastic and rubber components of the car they bent. Mm. But now, upon uh, talking to them, they asked us that we give them time. Mm. They they'll fix the, the the car in Jan, but the the car on the body in front you can see the bent because it just bent in front and inside. Mm. But now my, my my situation is that now I just find out that that the the, the, the workshop is not registered at all. Mm. Yeah, and then they because they kept on promising us that they were taking the car to a specialist uh, this week and that week and that week and now time is dragging. Mm. Now I'm confused in terms of lodging a complaint. Mm. Where, where do you stand if the workshop is not uh, registered mm. in the first place? Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling up here. Uh, yep. let, let's take let's take two more, then yes. we'll respond yep. to them. Uh, Larato, good evening. Hi guys, how are you? We're we good, are well, thank, thank you. you. How are you? Good, thank you. Um, I just want to know something. I recently had a problem with my cell phone insurance. Is it time for me to ask about it? Yeah, well, uh, ask and we'll 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 take you somewhere. Okay, I just want to know: is it is it fair for them to replace the phone after four months? Because that's what they did. I reported the matter on the nineteenth of September, and they only issued me a phone. Sometimes I think it was. Um, the first week of Jan. So mm. the issue was that they were like telling me that the phone was um, like out of stock, and then they were they offered me a phone that was less than the phone that was in short. So I don't know. Like in this case, I feel like they undermined me. They made me wait for like whole four months, and I'm still actually mad at them. I feel like they need to be dealt with, and <coughs> Like, they shouldn't do that to customers. They mm. made me pay 2600 And after that, I paid it as excess. And then after that, they made me wait a month again for me to get a phone. Lerato, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry about what you went through. And I'm going to ask you to listen on the radio. We, we will direct you somewhere yes. uh, before the end of the show. And hopefully, we, you, we get you a solution. Do good evening. Hey, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Thank you. Good, man. Uh, I have a case number. I reported my case with Moto Embassment. Okay. I think it was February 2017. All right. Uh, I'm yet to get uh, a feedback on my case. So I've been following up with the Embassy. They say they're still writing to that party or the person who was repaying my car. So I'm just curious, what, how long does it take? Mm. 
mm. or for ombudsman to give you a response in terms of regarding the, the query or the mm. issue that you have with your mechanic. Okay. Great stuff. I'm glad you asked that question because I was going to ask him at some point. Manza, good evening. Good evening, Rams. Mm. How are you, sir? Good. How are you, mate? I'm good. Um, I had a, a problem. Uh, I had to... Okay, my engine had ceased. I was driving um, H1. So my engine had ceased and I had to now find a new engine. So I found these guys uh, who are based in Centuro and I found them online. And they told me that, no, they can exchange uh, the engine, take my old one, uh, give me a new one for 33000 and then uh, I would have a guarantee of three months if I put in the engine myself. But if they do it themselves, then the guarantee would be for 12 months. So I took the 12 months option, and I took uh, my vehicle there, the exchange. But within a week, after having received, okay, the the first problem that I had with them, they said it will take three days. But it ended up taking three months. And every time I would call them and call them, and they would just not be calling me, giving me progress. They they had attitude. Nonetheless, after three months, I got my car. Within a week after receiving it, it had oil leaks. And then it had a funny manifold sound. I took it back to them. They did not fix the car. Uh, I had to now take it elsewhere, and I paid another 40000 mm. So I've registered a complaint with uh, Miosa in April last year, mm-hmm. on the 4th. Okay. And there's a, a Jeep Water, who was the case manager. Mm-hmm. They've copied me on the email that they've sent to these people in Centurion, where they were mentioning this issue that they have to respond within 10 days. They did not respond up until November where uh, Miosa sent me an email saying that they regret to inform me that they have to close the case because of no response uh, from from these people. So mm. I'm left without any option now. I do not know what to do because I thought the ombudsman would have assisted me in, in, in this regard. And my car now is standing uh, not working. It's just there at home after I've spent... 70,000 rendering. Mm. No, my brother. Mm. Yes. Gee. Mm. Sorry, Mandla. We're going to respond to that shortly. Let's take one last call in this round. And then uh, if we have another chance, we'll take more. But uh, I don't know. Marima, good evening. Uh, good evening, Rams. And thank you, thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, mm. I've sent the information that I'm about to talk about mm. with regard to the vehicle that I bought, rather the... Um, what is called the, the, the maintenance plan mm-hmm. that one would usually would have bought with a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, I took, I, I bought it, and now the company there, which obviously I have to mention, which is Avis, the optimum uh, maintenance plan. Uh, when I had to claim for the damages on the vehicle, and I was told that now they can't cover it for reason known to them, which they cited on the contract, which I understood, but I still wanted to dispute internally. So I was told, met with this route uh, uh, manager there who indicated I can take my case to the ombudsman or I can just get the balance of my motor plan. And I found it very strange. Well, I decided to take the, uh, the previous one, which is take it to the ombuds. And initially, I took it, I took it to Miosa, which I thought they, were, they had the jurisdiction. They sent me a letter indicating that they did not have the jurisdiction on the matter 
and they referred me to the short term. So surprisingly, when I sent it to the short term, that they said short term ombuds, they said no, the ombuds, um, the jurisdiction still sits with the with the Miota. So I'm not too sure where to go here now. Is there anyone, perhaps, mm. information with regard to issues regarding the maintenance plans that we purchase with these vehicles? Because you buy them under the pretext that once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, you'll be able to, to, to get your vehicle still covered. And up to now, my vehicle is sitting with a bill, rather not with a bill, with damages that I still need to foot or at least get someone to help me here. Mm. Okay, Marima, thank you very much for calling. This case is familiar with something I read a few days ago related to another dealership. Let's start at the top. You know the la- yeah. what I like? we got five minutes to, co- to yes. answer all these questions. We'll run through them quickly. Okay, up here. Yes. <clears throat> Car got bent, uh, but he realized the repair shop was unregistered. Any recourse? Uh, I don't know when he says the workshop was not registered whether this was a private deal or you know there are workshops that 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 are fully equipped yeah uh, and and people must just actually make some sort of investigation to, to find out if these guys do have qualifications to do that work are they properly registered mm. uh, do they have ck's or you know, sole proprietor or PTY limited, you know. But then, if it's if if it is a a private deal, uh, unfortunately, the Consumer Protection Act does not apply to any private deals, you know. Uh, but I, I I take comfort in the fact that he says it looks like the dealership has acknowledged that they were at fault, yeah, and and <clears throat> they are in the process of fixing, even though it's taking long. But you know, in terms of if it if if this is a metadata resort under the Consumer Protection Act, then Section 54 of the Act will be will be speaking to that. In in effect, it, it says you have a right to receive your vehicle in at least good condition that you le- left it. You know, uh, and it also says when the dealer repairs that vehicle, you have timely comp- you have a right to timely completion of that particular. Repair. Yes, you see. So the gentleman must just verify if that workshop is registered. You will find that the workshop is registered. I mean, not everyone that is not registered would, would acknowledge uh, that they are at fault and they are they want to fix the vehicle. Yeah. So I suspect that the workshop could be registered. Hmm. You see. Uh, <clears throat> Lerato cell phone insurance complaints. I know it's not yours. Yes. That, Should she be speaking to the short-term insurance? Yes, she must, she must go to the short-term insurance ombud. Okay. I think they, they, it is their competency. Lerato, if you are still listening, and I hope you are because you, you are expecting some help, yes. I'm going to ask you to contact me on Twitter, uh, at Rams by the Horns, and I will then give you the the uh, contact details for the short-term insurance ombud. Yes. We always speak to them on air, so I'll give you the contact so that you don't have to wait too long before they come back on air. Yes. Mdu has a case since February 27th with you. How long does it take to resolve a matter? I I, I am actually uh, worried about Mdu's complaint. Mm. Um, I know in the early 2015s, 2016s, shortly after we got accredited, we still had backlog uh, because of we had, you know, uh, not so uh, enough uh, staff to deal with complaints, but 
then I think the Office of the Motor Industry Ombudsman is firing on all cylinders. Uh, and we, we, we do time and again check and see if we still have backlog. But I doubt if we have backlog. I would have known about it. So we would ask uh, the, the gentleman to forward that complaint to me. Okay. Uh, so that we can follow up to, uh, on that matter tomorrow. Um, I, I, I really I really doubt. Now, uh, you know that mm. that his complaint yeah. <clears throat> to me is related to Mandla's complaint with the H H one that ceased. Yes. So, firstly, is it's how long, and mm. you say you you give the answer, but yes. And I think I like what Mandla said. Mm. Does it come to a point where you say we are closing this case? We can't help you. Goodbye. Rems, um, and what are the circumstances? What, 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 what happens is after the consumer has locked the complaint, we then inform the respondent, which is the other party. Yeah. And we we have a system whereby anyone who calls the dealer to verify the dealership's contact details, they do call quickly and re- record the call. Uh, and then in terms of, of the CPA, if these people do not come back to us. We are we try our utmost best to let them, uh, you know, make their submissions. But if they do not respond to the motor industry ombudsman, now in terms of the act, we can then inform the complainant that listen, all our efforts to try and solicit a response from these guys um, were, were not successful. And in terms of the act now, we are advising you to approach the National Consumer Commission for further assistance. Yeah. The commission has jurisdiction over each and everyone who does business within the republic. And then we give them their rights at the bottom of that letter. I think the gentleman that uh, would claim that this complaint was closed. Yeah, Mandla. Uh, at the bottom of, his com- uh, of our letter, we give a summary of his rights. Uh, if the dealer did not respond, these are your rights, and here are the details of who you can actually contact, which is the National Consumer Commission, and then you can then go go, go from there. I know I'm out of time, but I want to follow up a bit on that one. I need yeah. to take a break. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm a bit itchy on this one. Yes, sir. Are you saying to me yes. the um, Office of the Ombud has limited powers? Not, not, not really. We, we, we do have the Consumer Protection Act yeah. uh, that that actually, uh, you, you know, guides us as to how to handle uh, these disputes. Yeah. And 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 the act is clear. If the other party, which is the respondent, do not make their submission, yeah. they do not want to come forward uh, in terms of providing information. And and we we can see that clearly here the consumer do have a right. Uh, in terms of the work that was done. Yeah. So the act is clear on that. Then we will then advise him to say, listen, this process has failed because the other party did not come to come forward. And with that is, this is where our jurisdiction will this end. Is, this is where, uh, not probably the jurisdiction, but it's the process. Yeah. To say now, we are now advising you that we are terminating the process. However, in terms of the CPA, you can now come and get a copy of your file or we can forward it to you via email and then you can approach the National Consumer Commission. If you cannot approach the National Consumer Commission, let's say the, the transaction took place in Whitbank. Yeah. In Mpumalanga, there is a local consumer protection office or the local consumer affairs uh, court. You can go there and hand in your complaint together with 
our file and together with our letter of, of closure. I've got one minute left. Yes. We need to respond to Marema's issue. And Marema's issue reminds yes. me of a story that was on Facebook yes. and Twitter in the last five days or so yeah. uh, involving a journalist actually was... So it's not even a secret. She was complaining about BMW and she went through the same thing yes. where they were repudiating the uh, motor plane and blah, 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 mm. blah, mm. blah. And and then there was a twing and flowing before, between your office and the short term. Yes. Uh, um, Ombud saying, no, yes. it's not ours, it's not ours. Yeah. Ultimately, who, who who has jurisdiction over motor plane? Look, uh, uh, service uh, plans, let's call uh, it. Our, 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 the, 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 the currently vehicles uh, comes factory standard with service and maintenance plan, yeah. and, uh, motor plans and all those. But uh, there are instances where a person buys a vehicle that uh, maintenance plan or the service plan has already expired. And then you buy what you call a mechanical breakdown insurance. Yeah. Uh, or you buy maintenance plan from whoever that is selling them. Now, that particular mechanical breakdown insurance is a mechanical breakdown insurance and it says it's an insurance. Now, who's got jurisdiction over the insurance matters? It's not, for sure, it's not the motor industry ombudsman. But for a, a, a maintenance plan that came standard with a vehicle and that maintenance plan is still valid, then the motor industry ombudsman will have the So an original one you still have. Yes. You, you can deal with that. You, but an, an extended one is an a, insurance. A, an extended one because uh, who, who administers that, that particular, that particular uh, maintenance plan or the insurance? Unfortunately, that's yes. all the time we have. How do they get hold of you, especially now that you said, uh, in this case, uh, I think it was it was uh, it, 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 it must follow up with you. So yes, yeah. Uh, Rams, um, I, I, I'm going to ask uh, consumers uh, with 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 all due respect. You know, my 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 WhatsApp is 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 full. My inbox is full. Yeah. Um, let, let's let's take advantage of the. Uh, online application. Yeah. Uh, you go www.miosa.co.za. Yeah. Or you can then send us an email at info, info at miosa.co.za. Correct. And if you want to call our, our, our information and liaison, it's 086-116-4672. And when you call them or you inbox them or you do any other of those things, yes. do say talk with Rams. Remind them that that's how you got uh, hold of them, yes. it it does help. I know it helps. It Thank you very much again for coming. It's, it's all a pleasure, sir. Thank you for helping our listeners. I know that they're not always all happy, but yes. we know that the majority are. And we can only make what we, we can make. We, we, we are doing our best. Yes. Uh, and we are going out of our way to help consumers. But I must just also take a, 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 the opportunity to inform consumers that March, the whole of March, the whole world uh, is focusing on consumer rights. The whole world. So motor industry ombudsmen will be all over the country. Uh, we, are we are supporting all the provinces. Uh, they are hosting world consumer I'm running out of time. Groups. Yes, and uh, if they hear that the motor industry ombudsman is in town, please do come, approach us. We'll be able to help. And we will publish their details wherever they will be on our Facebook page, yes. Metro FM Talk with Rem. So as soon as we have the details, look out for them on, the, on our page. Yes. Have a great, great evening. Same to you, sir.